welcome to the Voice of the Forest podcast for the new show Andor. We're here, episode one. Awesome. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. Hey, and Noma. Hello there. How's everybody doing? I mean, yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> In general, non-Star Wars related, how's everybody doing? Oh, good. But still disappointed, but good. good mm-hmm. You know, fair enough. To start, how how many episodes is this? Off to, Twelve off episodes. Oh, mm. thank God. Yeah, we, oh, have, we got it's we a got biggest some time. Season. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 not as scared as I am with Boba, or I was with Boba Fett. Yeah, or even Obi Wan at certain points where you're like, whoa, we only have like three episodes left, or two episodes yeah. left, right? Yeah, yeah. By then, we're going to be still having six episodes left or eight episodes, left, which is nice. So, yeah, Maybe. Uh, we're going to be covering some Star Wars canon. And Ed, what does that mean? What is this podcast? What do we do here? That means for this podcast specifically, which is covering all of Andor, we are going to be summarizing the story that as it progresses with you, we are going to tell you how it relates to other canon material. So in particular, how anything will relate or has teases to Rogue One, if anything relates to what we've seen from the prequel series, and if anything will have meaning in the future series, so the original trilogy, the sequel trilogy, and we have a little discussion about each episode. Timeline-wise, this is five years after, or five years before the Battle of Yavin, I think, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a really super short timeline. I was hoping they would start a little earlier yeah. so you could see more of his stuff, but it seems like this is what they're going to go for. Everything's going to be explained within these three years, really, because the Death Star attack doesn't happen until, until like, that last year, and mm-hmm. Rogue One happens somewhere, like, maybe three or four or two or one, one or two years before the Battle of Yavin. Yeah. So this well, is a well, really... Well, isn't, it? isn't isn't Rogue One zero BBY? Because it's it like dovetails straight into New Hope, right? It would be like one BBY into zero BBY, I think. It makes sense. Which means we have a four year or is kind it, of, or is it only like is it if Rogue One over the course of like a couple of days? I can't remember. I think so. I think I think it is because yeah. oh, it's because we get the flashbacks. Is why I'm thinking it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think no, but you're right. I think it is BB zero BBY. Okay, so five years until. Rogue One at mm-hmm. this point. Not a lot of time, so we'll see how exactly they fit all these episodes in, but I'm excited to see more. But if you want to talk to us about Andor and your thoughts and your feelings, because these will be all of our opinions on the episodes as they come along, feel free to contact us. There's multiple ways to do so. Noma's going to go down a, couple, a little list for you. But again, share your thoughts, share your opinions, and we'll have a good discussion about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so one of the easiest ways to get in contact with us is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we've also got an email, which I see uh, different ones here, but it is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base, and it's very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment does help with the visibility. And you can subscribe for free. You can subscribe for you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And with that said, let's get into the spoiler warning. Synopsis? Both of them? No? Yeah. Uh, there is a poster that goes with this as well, so let's hit that real quick. It's very simple. Uh, we've got a... It kind of looks like a Wanda poster, but like yeah. enough of his face is in frame. Uh, but Diego Luna, front and center. Only it's, it's real a, thing on here. It's a One Piece Wanda poster with it, like... The pictures are always yeah, like absolutely yeah. trash. Super stylized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you can almost make out who this is, we'll give you 50 million berries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely black like Sanji. Um, but yeah, so he's front and center, black and white, red background. Nice, striking. Well, it's kind of like a beige It's like paper, like, like uh, parchment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That kind of a tone instead. But it is nice. It's striking. Really, it says what it is, front and center. We know this is an Andor series. Andor is the main character. Uh, Wait. So, hmm? really? Yeah, weirdly. You'd think they, so. Wow. They also kind of hinted in their like 35 second long, very overly slow intro. Uh, <laughs> that I ended up just skipping. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, it's a it's a thing. Anyways, uh, so this is directed by Toby Haynes, and it is written by Tony Gilroy. As always, if I've mispronounced anybody's I, names, I, I apologize recognize for that. Tony Gilroy from something. You know what it's from? Uh, oh, not off the top of my head. Let me look it up. Uh, IMDb. He is most famous for writing Rogue One. Good for good for that. Nightcrawler, mm. Duplicity, like Clayton. Oh, that Nightcrawler. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Proof of Life, Bait. He's a writer on a lot of things. Anything that I recognize. Armageddon, adaptation from 1998. Um, Director on Born Legacy, Duplicity, and Michael Clayton. Yeah, Um, I mean... That's a lot. All makes sense. He's he's writing to his strengths, but there's a couple things that that we'll talk about that are interesting. One thing I'd say, um, too, is this poster is from before it was moved from August 31st to September 21st. Oh, that's right. Ah, right. okay. As you can see on the bottom, it says, original series, yeah. August 31st. Yeah, so I think this is when they initially people. announced Andor coming to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, kind of cool. I like the Which, uh, I like the vibe this poster gives. That poster might got be... Got a wrinkle in it. <clears throat> poster might be like a deep fake now because it's just like, okay... Well, why was it moved? So they could release all three episodes on Wednesday instead of the first one and realize... Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like the first three maybe, weeks, right? right, leading up to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think after we like after you listen to this episode and the next two, because they all three episodes released on the same day, uh, you'll realize why. And I think that was yes. a smart reason for them to do that. Yeah, same here. So I, at first I was like, oh, that's a lot of content. Oh, my God. But... It definitely makes is sense it? now. Yeah, it, it's the classic Disney. This episode is forty-seven minutes long, but it's really forty minutes long because seven minutes of the seven end. minutes yeah. of your credits plus the credits of the, the other. intro, yeah, yeah. And yeah. all that. So yeah, yeah. all right. So uh, yeah, as always, spoiler warning ahead. If you haven't watched Andor, what are you doing? It's on Disney Plus. Go watch it. Come back, listen. But if you're not feeling up for it, then you know we're going to give you a synopsis and a discussion. But we are going to spoil everything. So, this is your last spoiler warning as we go in. Can uh, I make let's a, begin. Sorry, this, yeah. Can I make a quick note? This is completely unrelated. So, we had a, uh, a listener reach out uh, on our website through the contact form. This is a great reason to, you know, use that um, form. We had, uh, we're on a, another podcast platform called CastBox. I think they just pull our RSS feed and, and put it on mm-hmm. there. And so, he was listening to the podcast on there and didn't get one of the episodes for some reason. So I went in and refreshed the RSS feed, and now the episode is up, and you can listen to it. So oh, cool. thank you for reaching out. I got that done as quickly as I could. So I uh, hope you enjoy the episode, and I hope you enjoy this episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So with that being said, let's get into our first episode of One Piece. Sorry, uh, Andor. Yo, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> no, you dream know, because both episodes Don't are incredibly long. Don't give it up, dream it. Don't yeah. give it up, B, dream it. I'm just wondering how long the jokes. Yeah, because, you know, the episode's 22 minutes long and there's eight minutes of content. Anyways, <laughs> to the episode. So, uh, episode, well, I guess, yeah, that would have been, episode two is a better version of that. But anyways, the first mm. one is two. So, I've distracted long enough. Five years before the Battle of Yavin, which is nice. We're getting BBY again. You know, Disney tried to change it uh, during the sequel trilogy and it clearly didn't stick. Uh, <laughs> we get, <laughs> we get uh, Cassian on the industrial planet of Marlana 1, and it's named 1 because we're going to see it's kind of important. Um, he goes, he's going through very clearly a watered-down red light district, uh, goes into a not brothel, 100% definitely not a brothel. I love the caps of hotels, by the way. Those are kind of interesting. I don't know if it was uh, hotels or like what the hell they uh, were. Uh, are cool. oh, oh, Dan. Oh, my sweet summer child. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is it like come in this is what we have is that the we, idea we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk we'll, probably we'll, when, when you grow up you'll know yeah we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. it afterwards i'm pretty sure that's I what was, it was but i was like it's no like, yeah that was not hotel, a capsule but, hotel no, that was not a capsule yeah, hotel. that's fair it's like this is our merchandise come on in yeah yeah you get it. that makes okay. sense it was so, one or the other i knew it was one or the other they're just, they're just bubbles instead of regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry about yeah, it. They were just, they were just, they were just uh, having fun with the people. That's what it happens when you're a teacher for four years. Not not a brothel, definitely not. Uh, so he goes into the not brothel, um, and he's talking with one of the people there, asking around, uh, looking for his sister, basically. And he he names a planet. Uh, man, they mentioned it enough. You think I'd remember it. Carnata, Car- Car- Canarda, something like that. I have it written down um, here. Carita. So, there's a, yeah, Carita 
something. It's not really important. But anyways, they talk about it. Uh, he doesn't find anything. Cassian's getting Canari. harassed by these two. Canari. There we go. He's getting harassed by these two uh, corpsec authorities, basically. He goes to leave. Uh, they try to shake him down, uh, you know, exert their power over him. And he gets into a brawl with them, accidentally kills one of them. He headbutts some guy hits the ground and smashes his head against the ground. I guess he's dead. Um, so the other guy, all of a sudden, or Cassian disarms the other guy, grabs the gun. Other guy starts pleading for his life. Oh, you know, we'll go and we'll say it was an accident. But no, Cassian just ices him, which makes sense. Why Why would you go along with it? So he flees back to Ferex, which is part of this sphere of planets, basically, I guess in the same system. Um, so he attempts to hide uh, everything that was involved by trying to... So this is interesting because the official... Um, the official plot synopsis says, trying to convince his adopted mother, Marva, I didn't see it as that, but I, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. What do you more. mean? Um, like when he tells B to lie for him and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, we'll get into it later. Sure, yeah. But um, he, he's got his own droid, and we see it, uh, B2 EMO. Uh, they just call it B throughout the entire series. It's cool. We'll talk about that later as well. It's good, but it's got an interesting design. Um and he, he sets up all this stuff. He gets another friend, Brasso, to cover for him. Um, at the same time, he's trying to run a little a little bit of a scheme, I guess. He's uh, talking with some friends. It's it's very clear that Ferrix is a salvage planet. Um, it's basically nicer um, Ord Mantel. And so basically, he says, like, oh, I've got a, I've got a piece. I've got a part. I need all this money. Um, and she gets angry, like, oh, you're holding out on me? And he's like, yeah, and you also skim off the top of everything we do, so don't don't come to me with that. Um, we get a sense that through this, his friend Bix, uh, who's also uh, in a relationship with, I think, the owner of the this particular little salvage shop, Tim, um, you kind of can see it, like, Tim is suspecting Bix of infidelity and, and all this but, stuff. But she was the owner, and then he worked for her, is that... It was unclear, I guess. It, I it's, a, a lot of stuff is very unclear. Yeah, in, in terms of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're talking about star, uh, setting the stuff up with the Starpath unit, which, again, we don't get a big description of what it does until much later on. Um, so while this suspicious stuff is happening, back on uh, Marlana 1, the uh, chief inspector of, I guess, Corpsec Security is talking with this it's kind of the stereotype character of like the, you know, young and fully believes in the cause. And, and he's like, Oh, we need to bring these guys to justice. And the, the chief officer is like, no, we don't. He kind of looks through the file and he goes like, okay, so both of these guys have bad records. They were both do. They were both caught somewhere where they're not supposed to be able to afford, which means they were dirty again, implied. He doesn't say that out loud. Um, they were drinking stuff that they weren't supposed to be. They were consorting with people they weren't supposed to be. And then they got caught in an area that they weren't supposed to be in, dead. On the job. All of this looks bad. On the job. Yeah. yeah. All of this looks bad. All of this is super corrupt. So just cover it up. Just say they died in some sort of accident. Make it look kind of heroic. But don't, you know, don't make it a big thing. Just sweep it under the rug. I've got an Imperial conference I have to go to to tell them that our crime numbers are down. Uh, so he does it, and you can clearly see it, right? This is the old guy who's just, you know, whatever. We just do what we can. We just do what's what's best, and I'm not going to care about the fact that two bad apples got killed. Um, but the the other guy uh, is, or sorry, Cyril Karn is very much like, no, we need the two two of our officers died. It doesn't matter what they were like, you know, justice. So man, it's kind of kind of. We'll talk about him later. It's, he's, he's an interesting character. Um, sure. Um, there's some some things that I thought about him, but anyways, um, from there there there's a um, a couple of different things that end up kind of ending off the episode, um, where Karn is doing a little bit of investigating. He is able to track the ship to Ferrix by threatening other officers, which is always good, um, and learns from an eyewitness uh, about Cassian. And kind of the, this stuff about the planet and, and this and that. So we also got a flashback as well. They're, they're running parallel, uh, kind of similar to Book of Boba Fett and stuff like that. Uh, where we got a younger Cassian who is known as Casa. Um, he's got a, 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 a tribe in quotes because it reminded me again more of like the, the little enclave of, of teens from Padawans. 
because there's nobody in that village who's yeah. over the age of who's an adult it looks like like everybody looks like their kids my my assumption so, with that we'll talk about it in a minute but it's yeah, to do yeah. with other things external from them yeah yeah that we see in episode two yeah um the, that is the implication right um but yeah so we got their tribe they're all running around you know sister his, with his sister clinging to his to her brother and all this stuff um and then they see this they see an explosion or they hear an explosion in the sky they see this ship going crashing down um on this planet and that's kind of those two paths are where it ends basically um yeah so that kind of sums up the plot of episode one it's it's not a lot happens i mean we're introducing characters right um but we're introducing characters that as far as we know so far aren't super important so it's very weird with, with certain things um overall i guess we should go over the the not so good stuff so we can go before we go into the good stuff uh because this has been and honestly it this is going to be something i'm going to bring up in the next two episodes because it's really been bugging me i've been in this fight since i was six years old Ooh. no you haven't no you haven't no, exactly you haven't. yeah and that was that was a line that i i wasn't even concerned about when i came into the series or when yeah when i came into the series basically because i expected that it was something that they'd know and address right i've been in this fight since i was six years old He's been fighting the Empire for a long time, and now we're learning through his backstory that, and as we go forward, it only kind of cements it. No, he hasn't. Yeah, it's the ages. So, we're, so we're dealing with that I, a lot. Yeah. The only way I see them getting away from it, and it's woolly at best, but it's just like, okay, so when you were when you were picked up and found and you were attacking the Republic ship at the time, not even Empire. It wasn't even a Republic ship. <laughs> <laughs> Right, he's just like, yeah. oh no, the Republic's gonna be here soon. Okay, because that that was a that was a CIS ship going yes. down. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe it was like, so, yeah, showing that he was fighting against the CIA, like with his crew of kids. I've been in the, yeah, but no, but at, at that point, he, okay, so he's six, and they take the him away. In but general, that's still, right? it's still it's still Clone Wars. So yeah, yeah. when he gets taken away, and he's still not, it's like you you're either six or older, and from the looks of it, you're no, much like older than six. But then, mm-hmm. so so it's like, so where the hell does this line get justified? It doesn't. Yeah, think, exactly. Well, no, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Because not even that. I've been in this fight since I was six years old, and then we cut to him on Ferrix, and he's just living his life. Yeah. He's well, just no, he, he's been hitting. That. He's been hitting targets here and there, small yeah, things, yeah. getting things, but like nothing overly drastic it's always enough so that he doesn't get noticed much like the the imperials have a record on him yeah yeah in episode two we find that right like destruction of imperial well no but it's it's a valid point since we're talking about this right destruction of imperial property like i think assault and murder of imperial personnel blah 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 so yeah maybe he has but but again right it's it's like it, the way that they imply it in Rogue One is it's that he's been part of the rebellion, fighting the Empire since he was six. Yeah, yeah. which well, is I mean, kind yes. of what I was expecting exactly. to see with this series because that's yeah. the line that hypes you for it. To yeah. be, yeah. To, I'd say to be fair, the thing I would say as a devil's advocate point is that he was been, he's been fighting oppressors Ooh. since he was six years old, and like we saw it in his village in this episode, right? Like it's all kids, maybe seventeen and younger, right? Here's say? what I don't get. Who was doing the mining on that world? Because it's like, at one point, you see that, like, really, really cleared area that's just yeah, yeah. sinked down mining. You don't see insignia. You see, you go you along see like, there. machinery there. Yeah, um, but it, but it's very vague who, who it is. Yeah, yeah, but regardless, right? Like, I'm implied, um, like, we'll get more into it in the next episode. You think but implied, it's the Empire at the start. Yeah, you right. do. But, but then, then it's not, yeah. because exactly. they go and shoot themselves in the foot and yeah, call it Republic. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting and, to see. Maybe we'll get more answers. Who knows? At this point, yeah. it's not really clear, and it's kind of... It's it's kind of like what we... I, I think it's going to be a situation right now where, like, that doesn't make any sense then, because he said six. But we're getting flashbacks here and there. And similar to Obi-Wan when we were like, you know, he fought Vader and he lost and he left. I mean, if he comes back again, it's going to be really weird introduction and like a really weird way to end that fight and then still have that quote make sense. I feel like we're going to run into a similar issue with this one. Whereas like, you know, the guy who wrote these episodes also wrote Rogue One. So he wrote what Andor, like what Cassian Mm. said in that movie. So he Mm. knows 
what he's going to be writing with Cassian in this. I, have fa- I, have I hope so. <laughs> I have faith. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to quote from his own works because yeah. I don't know them well enough, but we've got plenty of examples of writers who forget their own stuff, right? I love sure. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Toriyama's oh, God. fucking but awful. Toriyama's infamous for it. Yeah. yeah. With, like, launch, right? forgetting launch exists. Oh, let's. That's one let's, of many. That's small, man. Yeah, that's small compared to the fact that he just straight up forgot Trunks was supposed to be born with the tail. Just completely forgot. Yeah, well, I never thought, thought about that, but you're right. That's a big one, and also that his hair was supposed to be blue, blue, not purple. But, right. So again, just because he's yeah. the person who wrote it doesn't necessarily mean he remembers everything from it. I think what a lot of people, including me and Ed, were expecting, yeah, oh yeah, was this series was going to start with him already in the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and get that. as we're going to learn from the next few episodes. No, this is him joining the rebellion. It's which. The one thing I would say about these three episodes, which kind of helps me a little bit, is that these three episodes are the prequel to Andor becoming a rebel. Like, sure, right? That's and, going into it, right? And there's going to be more they, filled, like gaps filled in as we go, I think. And if they go into that and, like, who knows, maybe he was with other, quotes, rebel cells, right? Then that would make a little bit more sense. Like, you know, the rebels like the ghost crew. Yeah, oh, yeah, They weren't for sure. really rebels at that point. Right? Before yeah. we even get into that part... At the very beginning, he's not even interested in anything to do with Empire. He's looking yeah, for yeah. his sister. Yeah. yeah that's the what does of this that episode. have to do with this? So it's like, okay, you want the money to leave so you can continue your search, sir, but now you're being dragged off to this rebellion. Are you just going to forget your sister exists now? Mm. I hope not. I, I hope that's still part of it. Don't think so. Because that would be really fucking weird to yeah, start if, off with. And then yeah. just all of a sudden, it's, oh, okay, I'm with rebellion. I'll forget my sister. Forget my yeah, sister. exactly. I don't if, think that's if what's the inciting incident is dropped. Yeah, hopefully not, right? But it, it, we're, we're we're in a point right now where we're... Can you forget think, that you just said that three episodes ago? Kind yeah, of exactly. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's a point of concern because we've seen where Boba Fett went with a lot of the points. We were like, well, maybe they'll fix. Oh, no. Yeah. But then we saw um, Obi-Wan too. Sure, but yeah. I wasn't feeling this concerned and Obi-Wan episode one as I was at Cassian episode True. or and or episode one. Um, yeah, I mean, th- that's that's really, I think, the bulk of my problems with this. And then also we spend a lot of time on characters who it's already kind of clear don't make and, and like don't aren't important to the plot. Like the th- and and going into that as well, there's a lot of the old trope that I really don't like where it's like if you just sat down and talked, all these issues would be gone. Right. Yeah, because. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me why Bix is hiding her, like, illicit, I guess, trading with... Um, the guy? With, the yeah, with, with the Alliance, right, from Tim. It's like, well, you're making, you're just making extra profit on the side, but if you're in, you're, why are you hiding this from him, right? Like, we don't... There's If there was a mention of it, right, oh, he doesn't approve of this. Yeah. Right? It's weak, but at least it's there. But there is no reason for her oh, to be it's, hiding. It's too this. dangerous. We can't have him involved yeah <laughs> again right even that that's something but it's oh, just i feel not... like i feel like that's what they were trying to go for just very oh. poorly <laughs> yeah. because it's just like there's so many times to just oh oh what's that what's going on here you clearly see he's more involved with you and or gives you the chance when he's just like you know this seems kind of a little bit more than business mm-hmm. uh be concerned about it so, so you're keeping him out of the business part yeah, of it? Or what right. are you doing? Like, say something that... Well, no. every, everybody knows a relationship built on on lies and mistrust is a great one, right? I think... Because like, it's not a relationship. I think the thing, too, is... She's, she's doing her own thing because she can just do whatever she wants. You know yep. why? Because this is 2020. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I think a big part of this, too, is like... We find that... Is it Corsac is what they call it? Corsac, yeah. 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 So Corsac is like this security firm... That is like the front line for the empire on these like small. They're just on the these small areas dude. of the, yeah, the middle yeah. or the outer rim, right? Is outer yeah, rim? That's, that's that's what the senior guy knows. They're just on yeah. the payroll. They don't care. They just want to hear good stuff, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Sure. It's it's Cyril who's who's drunk the Kool Aid and believes yeah. they're the front line. But that's the he thing. He wants though. to be an imperial officer, but he's yeah. about like a hundred percent does. The 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 passion in there is there, but like the skill is not wanting. as we see as we see in the next episode which is a very funny scene. But I mean, um, that's a big thing too, is like, so Corsac basically is like the the ground troops for this area, the policing force, right? Mm-hmm. They definitely don't have a good relationship with this area. Um, and they definitely don't want bad rap from the Empire. They don't want to give them a reason to, mm. to X them essentially, right? So, you know, well, that, that's that's what the that's what the senior officer's position is. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that, he, yeah. 
that in mind, like keeping in like Bix Kayleen, the, the the girl that Cassian has a like a friendship with, mm. um, her having those ties to the rebellion is obvious for her why she wants to keep it so close to the chest and not tell people outright that she's working with the rebellion. Or and at yet least you're a close enough, and and yet you're still close enough to reveal where Cassian's really from. At the same time, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's the thing. Really like, up, if if like, anybody, yeah. if anybody on this planet finds out that she's working for the rebellion, apart from Cassian, thing is, does she'll she know be, she actually is working for they, the rebellion? Because she just calls him the buyer of stuff. They might sell yeah, her out. True. Someone might sell her out. We see people on no, this but, planet but, that but, are hard no, to no, no, but Ed's saying, well, does I mean, she even know she's working? She doesn't know she's she might not, right? Yeah. And that's that's because she calls him the buyer, and she just has a guy that buys stuff, and he's looking for stuff outside of the thing, and he's coming to scrapyards to look for it, and he pays top dollar. Why the hell wouldn't you call this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like he doesn't need to tell you anything about the rebellion. It's only till he sees what Cass. Well, that's later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, like, we we get we kind of get like a little setup in terms of like here's the basic characters we got: Cassian, obviously. We get mm. Bix Kayleen, who's the girl. Uh, is she get, a main character? <laughs> I would say she's a Honestly, secondary character for sure. Isn't it? She's secondary, an important yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, Tim Carlo, who is the the, the boyfriend of uh, Bix. <laughs> the fuck buddy. Of yeah, Bix. essentially. <laughs> uh, we get Chief Hine, who's like I, I call him the compliant, who's like the guy that's just like, yeah, we're just gonna sit here, drink our drinks, have yeah. some fun, and have a good time. I, yeah. We get Cyril. Oh, wait, the you go ahead. You mean, sorry, drink your dread. Sorry, that, he's the guy that's, that's like he, the he's, the, he's the yeah the Coruscant officer. Right? Yes, the the, the yeah, head yeah. chief guy. And I liked him because he like, wasn't his, bad. His, he made sense. Well, also his his speech is is given in in such a way that I think you're supposed to like him a lot, right? Because he literally says like, "These guys are dirty." Yeah, this I, one guy has like here are all the reasons why I shouldn't care about this case, right? The guys are the guys were awful workers. They were clearly dirty because they were here. They were doing things on yeah. duty that they weren't supposed to do. Who fucking cares? But that's the thing. Right? is like he's but, liable for that, which is why he also wants to cover it up because he's the I chief. Love, right? I love the yeah. line he gives yes. at the end of it when he's just mm. like, okay, you know, but like, let's not them, let's not make them her- yeah, heroic. Or yeah, yeah. Just helpful. Make, yeah. The, yeah, make them look good, but not too good. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> you know what? Like, honestly... Yeah, I could see that happening in our world. He's, like, still, definitely... sca- he's still saving their skin at the end of it. Yeah, because... yeah, yeah. He's still putting them in a bright light, right? Um, we get Cyril, obviously the guy we talked about. That's like the the young gun in terms of like I'm, you know, drinking the juice. We're the sword. Cyril, we're we're gonna be doing that, right? <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, like we we get some stuff in this where the characters that we get introduced to the thing that i had a hard time is i had to find these names on imdb they weren't mm. specifically set out like out loud like bix was mentioned i don't think cyril was at all Hein wasn't at all and Tim even was. bix i had to look up because i kept hearing bigs yeah and i did too Migs, yeah and that was also very annoying yeah. i heard oh, bigs it... and i'm like what am i watching yeah. final fantasy right now no, I, I was thinking bigs, oh, yeah. I, like dark lighter. lighter i was yeah. like oh wait but, but he's from tatooine that yeah. doesn't make sense but maybe his family's somewhere else and then Migs. i was like really mayfield had a sister and then well, to be bigs. fair though to be fair though bigs is her first name and so is bigs mm. dark lighter it's his first name so they wouldn't be related but i was like yeah, bigs another true. character named bigs yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. And you're right, Migs Mayfeld. Right? Yeah, so and it's honestly, his first name, but it could it's just, very confusing. It's just us mishearing with, I think, uh, Diego Luna's accent, which, yeah. honestly, I, I fucking love his character, Cassian. Oh, yeah. He is, yeah, he's such a good underworld character. I love it so uh, much. But you see, at the same time, I, I'm like, the... Because we saw we saw the, the casa on this, on yeah, this yeah. thing, like the flashbacks, right? Yeah. And like, I feel like the only reason they gave him that backstory and that planet is to justify the accent because nobody else has anything oh, close, maybe. especially <laughs> because in the room. Yeah. Because like, okay, if you talk to this guy for a second, he's like, you know, he's like, you come from a background. That's fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But, Very true. But it's okay. like a Roman Cossack. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> so, it's just, so it's like, because everybody else is either speaking um, American or mm, some kind British. of colonial empire yeah. kind of thing yeah, yeah but then here you have this guy comes up with this very latin sounding accent or this mm. spanish sounding accent yeah and you're like well that doesn't track and we're searching for a guy who him it's always gonna be <laughs> yeah. him first like yeah yeah that's fair rebel undercover maybe not like the only it, people who have that that accent are zygerians <laughs> uh and some and some twi'leks <laughs> yeah so with it's a french like, accent yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's more French, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's but it, like, it still kind of swirls between yeah. that like French Mediterranean. 
Yeah, so it's just like, you know, what are you trying to go for here? No. And even even when they're on their planet, the, the, the voice they use doesn't translate into that at yeah, all. Yeah, it's a completely different accent. <laughs> <action. laughs> it's, it's okay. It is kind of weird. Yeah. The, the, oh, the one man. thing I will say with uh, Andor so far, I'm not going to say anything about Diego Luna's performance because I love it. Yeah, like, it's I buy the character. Wonderful. It's yeah. so well. I just wish he wasn't written as Han Solo 2 Electric Boogaloo. Like we are, it's just it's another. He's not as good, but it's the no, but it's the same thing. Oh. It's I am I am up to my eyeballs in debt, and I am I, the only thing that has kept me from becoming a smear on the ground is my charisma and quick wit. Well, yeah, and I promise I mean... I'll pay you back. I'm good for the last shipment. It's just something went wrong, and I'm like, okay, we're hitting all the Han beats again. You can which bring is, it down to I'm that for to a lot of characters. You off. Though, yeah, I'm, I'm about to sure. piss you off because. I, I didn't see it as Han at all. I oh, yeah. saw it as them trying to... It was a failed attempt at making a Poe backstory fit in Andor. Oh, yeah, okay. I yeah, can I, see that, he just, He's just not running Spice or anything. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but don't worry. I, I got it. I got it. It's fine. So it's, it's just like, a less successful Han, Mando Calrissian, that's more all. like, you know... Don't worry. What are you worried about? Like, he, yeah. he would actually have a thing, and he'd, he'd drop, like, false names and all this kind of stuff. But he's yeah, just... Yeah. I see him doing more of the Poe route for it. Where it's no, just that's, like, that's okay. fair. But okay. then at the same time, you're trying also... to make them a blend of both characters. Yeah, and to be fair, it's I, I always saw him as his own. Like it's he's he's definitely he takes who uh, Cassian. Andor. Yeah, Cassian. Had, like, I, but you're taking that from him. Rogue One. No, yeah. no, even from Not this episode. From Andor. No, from this episode. I mean, like we see that he's in places that aren't great. We also see that he's willing to take risks oh, and do things. What are you that... talking about? Shooting the guy in the face, the security officer. He was, he was gonna fucking, he's yeah, still saying what, you have to what go other you, you in. He's yeah. gonna shoot him. I'm just yeah. saying though, like you don't see Han Solo shooting a guy in the head, point blank. What well, happens if you shoot him in the in the gut? Is any different? What? what Greedo. 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 Yeah. He okay. So shoots him in cold blood. Underground bounty okay. hunter versus Corsac officer, or either way, either they're trying way. to both bring you in. Yeah. It's the same. He wasn't trying to bring really him much. in, though. He was just trying to. Like, we will both go in, and uh, and we'll tell. This is an accident. Oh. It was a mistake. He yeah. fell. He had said, "I just need but you to come with we me." We will both and go say in. That. You're bringing. Did you get in. that shocked from the boat from the from the blaster bolt? <laughs> sure. Okay. I, I get. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I agree. You're right. It is similar in situations like that. I I definitely see it as more gritty than Han Solo. He's definitely grittier than Han Solo in terms of his character. Maybe you guys you gotta don't read the books. Dude. I, That's okay. I, we're, we're, we're gonna, gonna read the book. Han we're books because he he's. <laughs> He's worse. The similarity with Han and Cassian in this point, I say like, this is why it's so bad that they don't have legends anymore because you would have been able to make more ties with it if they sure. kept Yeah, it. maybe. Because in the, the solo trilogy, when he's getting started and doing all that, the shit mm -hmm. he has to do for the huts to get away from bounty hunters who put all sorts of things on his name and all yeah, that. Like, after the Empire defection. This times 10, he doesn't shoot everybody. He's like 15, 16, by the way. He doesn't shoot everybody, but the way he gets away from people and the stuff he has to do and the things he does with women and everything like that, too. It's like, it's way more dark than this. So I see mm. this was Cassian being like, oh shit, I'm having a freak out moment and I'm strapped... It's more of like that animal trapped in the corner. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I have no... Han put himself in those situations. He was trying to get out of it. And they locked him in. Jesus, like, fuck it. No, you get away. And look... Because you look at what happens afterwards, right? He's scrambling, running around, yeah. trying to do... Han mm -hmm. just be like, I'm just going to hold up. Whatever. He's just like, no, we were here. We we're doing this. Cover story, cover story, cover story. It only gets out because they do that much digging. I mean... I guess the closest mm. thing we have to this right now in canon is like the solo movie, right? Like yeah, that's, and it's similar in terms of like you know he's a guy that's basically got no rap, he, or I guess he does, but like I mean he's got like you know he's like a, a street rat essentially, just trying to make it by, trying to do the things to survive and yeah, trying it's, to it's find ground, a sister. Ground level to underworld, like just dealing in that gray area. Oh, we're gonna get but stories it's, like it's, that. Yeah, that's not a huge I, concern. Yeah, but I, I was, I mean, again, it's just expectations, yeah. right? Because gritty spy thriller right I mean, for me that's like yeah. that's like a born ultimatum kind of or exactly like trilogy, I, I, right? I was expecting born or bond or i mean something. the guy who does who, who directs or he who writes it is a boy like he's written but that's just kind of kind of hammers it that makes it worse, worse though doesn't it yeah we haven't gotten to it that he's not a spy yet though but why not like why that, that's the, the why prologue, right? but why do we need this we know who they set up who cassian was really well in rogue one okay and hmm. we're gonna we're gonna take this we're gonna table it 
Dan, you have some <laughs> positives from this episode. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, because this does continue. Yeah, so. all, all I want to say is like, yeah, we're, we're getting a prologue. We're getting some backstory that's, I, I assume, going to pay off in terms of getting more understanding later on. But mm. I mean, positives from this one is, you know, we're taking our time. You know, this is the one thing that we had with Boba Fett and a little bit with uh, Obi-Wan, right? We didn't have mm. a lot of episodes to cover a lot of ground. And there was a lot of things that we wish we could have slowed down on and spent more time on in those in those series. This, you know, it's done that. It's finally taking the time to give us things in episode, like characters in, in episodes that we can kind of sit down, get to know as characters. And then as that kind of prologue subsides and we get into the meat of the, you know, the, you know, I would assume the eight episodes in the middle, nine episodes yeah. in the middle that are mm. going to be, you know, the meat and the potatoes of the spy thriller, that is kind of where we're going to be like, oh, shit, okay, we really care about these characters and that, you know, when they play with these characters in terms of where they're moving, what they're doing, and what people hold accountable and what, you know, the different um, character arcs are for these, you know, side characters, secondary characters with, like, the Corsac officers, um, mm -hmm. Bix, Kayleen, all, all, like, all these characters, even, mm -hmm. even the contact we don't know really much about yet. There's a lot that we haven't really gotten into, and this is just setting all that up and taking the time to do it, mm. which to me is something that we've been looking for. We've we said that over and over again, right? Mm -hmm. So sure. that's it's... that's a positive for sure in this, and that it's not in a rush to kind of be like, here's a character, yeah, here's another character. I, I definitely Moving agree on. with, with yeah. most of that because absolutely, I I for ninety percent of the characters, I understand their motivation, I buy why they're doing what they're doing even if I might think it's kind of dumb mm -hmm. with everyone, except for Bix and her secret so far, it makes sense to me. And the acting's great and it looks beautiful. Um, yeah. It's just, it's not quite what I was expecting. I suppose. Before we tie this episode off, I want to throw mm -hmm. a loop at you guys now. See what I wish they would have done. You see this, this three episode thing to me, especially seeing from the poster the august date and now we're the september it shows me they're scared and let me tell you why to me these first three episodes could have been one hour and a half long episode mm. yet you made it three out of 12 to me you've already ruined a quarter of your series did we need three episodes to give us this arc yeah. of everything because as we see at the last one we'll get into it when we're there but things change and situations change. Mm -hmm. Will that have a detrimental... Like, I want you to think of this over the next two episodes. Will this have a detrimental effect to what this was? And will we actually end up not even caring about it or needing it and wishing we had two more episodes to do some more exposition with the next arc? It's, it's highly possible. Because... I mean... Right yeah. now, like you were also, like you were saying, we got introduced to people, we got introduced to the world, this, this, and all this stuff. Okay, but now we're going into a completely different zone. And what will this have to do with any of that, other than getting A out of B, A out of A to B? At I think this point, you I know? think it's similar to the solo storyline in the movie, right? Like, so you know, Andor is going to eventually join the rebels. We know that just from Rogue mm -hmm. One, right? And you know, when he does that, will he still have ties to this planet? We know that he has people here that care about him. Brasa, right? Um, Bix seems maybe like that. And B, his the droid that he's with, right? And I, have nothing, mom. I have nothing against <laughs> Did she mention in this that. episode? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so Marva. Marva as well. Yeah, yeah. Nothing so, against what you said, but does that would that not wrap everything up in one episode versus mm -hmm. three? Because that's, that's, that's where my concern is with timeline. It's just like, you just took three episodes to explain this. Yeah, you might take another three to explain the next part. I think, and it's... then you only have six left. But that's still that would be the end of a series for normal like Disney Plus series that or two episodes. Well, we have another half of a season to do it, right? But are sure, you gonna waste how wasted time? Is, is still wasted time. Is this? I, I don't think is this it's ever Andor wasted. season one or just Andor episode one? Because at that point, if you only have these twelve episodes to go over five years. Yeah, you're going to want to use as much as possible unless it's going to be like Mandalorian, unless it's going to be like all of a sudden you have season one, season two, season three, and maybe season one is the first year. Two. So we have five seasons of it. Mm. But then is that dragging it too long? Is that, you know, like, 
Yeah, it's it's the, tough to say right now because we only have this initial pace. Yeah, but this is the one thing I'm concerned of more than anything in this series that we're going to be wasting time too much. Where I'll tell it's you like, right now, Andor does have yeah. a second season. Okay, I just sure. looked that, it up. Yeah, the, I, I, I will also unfair. Yeah. I will also say the other thing I could see, which I mean, I I could be a good thing or a bad thing is if we do a time jump at mm-hmm. like episode five or something we don't have much time but, jumps to do like we have five years right and that's, yeah exactly yeah. that's why i'm like but i don't know what i'd feel but yeah. it's a high republic writing where it's like you're cutting yourself this very slim amount of time hmm. to get and a then, lot of information out and then padding it out for some reason yeah, yeah. so it's like I think, what is the goal here do you actually know where you're going for do you know what you're going to are you just listening to feedback and then yeah. saying maybe we don't need a season two i think i think like, the time that we spend in these three episodes it's not going to pay off in dividends later i don't think but it's mm. definitely the setup that you need for people that are coming into it. it yeah, yeah. I, that's a thing I, like I'll, yeah the three episodes is quite a bit i agree yeah and and we'll, we'll talk about it a lot next episode because yeah. i've got a lot more stuff that that sure kind of bugged me in it but uh yeah i mean overall rocky start for me and ed dan loves it but... i mean i i'm not i'm not enthralled <laughs> with it like i don't know about don't you guys know. i don't know about mm. you guys but when you don't see stormtroopers you don't see the Imperial logo. You don't see, like, um, the iconic parts of Star Wars. Mm. It's contained. It's like this little story of somebody trying to live on their own little slice mm. and still dealing with bullshit well, and problems. For me, it's just like, even the droid, it's not a conventional mm. droid. Like, we look at B. Um, mm. Do you remember what the like, designation was on it? Uh, B2EMO. I okay. don't that up, though. Uh, B2EMO. So um that droid is very unique we've never seen anything like it right and mm. he's got a lot of personality from what we see in this episode which i really enjoyed it, it almost rem- yeah right it yeah, almost reminded small. me of like and if they did this right con i wouldn't really care yeah honestly but it almost reminded me of i don't know uh dan you, you might not be familiar with it sure. but Ed, if you know the r1 units yeah the so the r1 units couldn't move Oh, I remember like, you telling me about they this. Were. Yeah, yeah, they were literally like bolted Asian. into a capital ship. Yeah. And like it was the astromech because it was like the first. It was part of the deck, right? Yeah, part of yeah. the Yeah, and so this this almost reminded me of it because those wheels kind of looked like they were bolted on. Mm-hmm. So if this was some sort of like repurposed, if it's that Which old. Would make sense. It like, would be interesting. If it has like right. a really janky power cell that, you know, and wheels that we've strapped onto it, right? It was supposed yeah, to be in yeah. a ship and powered by the ship. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, exactly, this, right? Why has the charge? This is why I love outer rim stories. When yeah. it's when you just need stories and you can because you can convey so much because mm-hmm. it's the largest expanse of space with so much different stuff happening through it. Mm-hmm. You can't it's been said many times you cannot police it all because it's just too vast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. can't set up proper things in there because there's too much. So yeah. the most everybody knows, oh, it's piracy, it's drugs, it's evil. It's like, yes, because it's so gigantic. Maybe one part of it's totally fine. Yep. One part of it hasn't heard of anything. Every, every time I bring up the Jedi argument, everybody says, oh, well, Outer Rim, don't see people forever. So yeah. you know, fine. Mm-hmm. So let me jump on the other side of the argument now. Outer Rim's so gigantic. Yeah, they don't see people. So these, the tribe that on Casa, they, oh, I got a ship. They're actually painting their... Mm, that's next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the other thing I would say is, uh, yeah, B interesting. I mean, we get we get that kind of uh, mm-hmm. that droid as well, and the the skulking around. I don't know if you noticed, but in this episode, there's a lot of scenes just kind of following Andor through, like casting him through the streets, and there's a lot of people yeah, yeah. kind of looking over his shoulder and just making sure that he's got. He just murdered two people. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's very good at making sure he's not being tailed. Yeah. Like, those are, those are the world building things that I actually appreciate. Yeah. In this episode, oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, in terms of the setting, in terms of the feel, in terms of everything, I don't put the writing aside for one second. Like, mm-hmm. that portrayal of everything, beautiful. Yeah. And like, even I love the little talk he has with, um, what's his, uh, what's his friend? What's his friend? What's oh, his friend? Brasso. Brasso. Oh, Brasso. Brasso. Yeah. yeah. That dog was just great. like, great. We, yeah, yeah. It's like, listen, we were together last night, and we're drinking. We want to go to this place, but I just said that place had shit beer, so we're going to yours. Yeah. Oh no, it was, it was. There were too many people there that would owe me mo- that I owe money to. Yeah. Yes. So we, and you remember that you had a bottle of your, pl- yeah. yeah. And you and, insulted my favorite yeah. drink, and then yeah. therefore we did. And he, the way and, he and, just jumped and when on you it. Can't, yeah. And I love well because Brasso's thing was brilliant, right? Because he goes, yeah. I got I got angry that you insulted my choice of drink. You got up to make your point, and you tripped, and yeah, that's where the headline came from. Yeah. yeah. 
and then well, so uh, when I woke up, you were gone. I remember yeah. the point that I was trying to make with the like the feel of the show, right? Like yeah. at first mm. when I was watching this and like seeing Corsac and stuff being that like antagonist force, mm. it felt like not Star Wars because it didn't fit in what we know of Star Wars already. Like you never really see Corsac officers anywhere yeah, in Star yeah. Wars, right? So it's a brand new thing that we're seeing on this like it tiny ass planet system, right? And and again, like with what Ed said, Legends did this much better. It is very difficult, even for me, to remember stormtroopers are the elite core. Yeah, You're I not know, supposed yeah. to see them that often. Yeah, and it's normally in the planets right. that have something to give, right? This planet yeah. is a scrap planet. It really has nothing apart from yeah. what they can find. And the yeah, Empire's not and, interested in scrap. And as we see, yeah, even Coruscant wasn't yeah. interested in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> they weren't even. They were like, we don't even have a presence here. Who cares? It's a bunch of junk. It's a bunch of fucking junkers. So, all right. I would so just... they discovered Dunium on the planet. Then they <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Then they're gonna strip my whole thing. Um, I just want to say, like, yeah, it didn't feel like Star Wars immediately. But as you see, hmm. Cassian going around and things being mentioned and like species in the background and different aliens and stuff like that. It's like okay, like I can get into the feel of it. It just hmm. took me a minute because. You know, you don't see those iconic stormtrooper things. And it's like, oh, uh -huh. I'm immediately in Star Wars, right? Mm. So, so that, that you're saying thing. Cassian's gone off to join N7 then, huh? Yeah, honestly, it kind <laughs> oh, of I felt wish. like that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's kind of this, the, the, yeah. this downside I had about this show. Is it, At the that's beginning, true. it was just, it took me a second to get into the Star Wars feel of it. And then once you're there, mm. you're like, oh, it's Cassian? Yeah, we're good. Like, we can do see, this. Like, that's, not, that's not even that much of a downside, I say. It's just like, I love the fact that it's something different mm -hmm. yeah like yeah well, it's a different we'll field than mandalorian that. and mandalorian yeah. still also in the underworld oh mandalorian but that you know that star wars is that iconic armor yeah that's yeah, it that's the thing yeah. right i mean cassian is technically i mean classic star wars but like he's star wars we've seen him before we hmm. know him as a character but he's, a little bit, he's right? part of he's part of the much more relatable about, right yeah, yes. darker, grittier spy network. The okay. the gray side of the rebellion. Yeah, right? oh, that's, that's, that's what I was waiting to see. Yeah, exactly. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see that that rough side of the rebellion. But um, also something else that we kind of skipped over is there is an east. There is a nice little series of Easter eggs that we get because we get um, just a quick shot. We don't. It's not important to the story yet, but we get a quick shot of. Um, like kind of like the scrap, the used car salesman scrapyard or like spaceport of where Cassian got that ship that he used to oh, go yeah, to Mar yeah. uh, Marlana With 1. the dogs, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it'll come into more importance next episode, but there's a couple of things there. Um, big one is as, as soon as they cut to the shot in the next shot from that uh, first shot of the scrapyard, we see a Y-Wing, and that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And Cassian's ship is also uh, a Junker ship a because modified. it's got Y-Wing thrusters. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, yeah. completely different hull. That's yeah. so cool. Um, and if you keep looking... Um, the first ship I noticed, and th this might just be me talking about my ass because I didn't notice it, but the front half looks like a T, uh, Incom T-15, the Snowspeeder, and then the back half looks like an actual ship. Interesting. But then next to it, we get, an again, we saw it in Obi-Wan, we got the Lancer patrol craft that Ketsuonyo flew in Rebels. Yeah, I saw that. And then a yeah. little bit later on, and I, I had to check in, and it's conf I confirmed it in episode two, there's a, right next to it is VCX-100. So we've got not the not ghost. yeah. Yeah, so we've got a not ghost that's right next to it. Um, and then I'm not too sure about this. This is me completely guessing, but because of the cockpit, it looked like a YT-600 on the opposite side. Yeah, back, I remember seeing is, that too, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's a Millennium Falcon, but with the cockpit is in the center of the ship yeah. and the ship is built around I was like, it. that's a Corellian vessel of some sort. It, it definitely has that Corellian cockpit. Um, but yeah, so that was that was kind of neat. We're getting a little, a couple little Easter eggs in there, some nice ships, basically. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it was just a, a neat little thing. A couple of questions: Why you've got a Y wing? You you know, but it you know you must be happy to see gone, like the, so. the strapped together vessels because you're a big fan of oh, those, yeah. right? Yeah, the the, cool. the tie uglies. Yeah, yeah no, it's I basically like... <laughs> what these are. These are just like the rebel uglies, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I, I like, I definitely like that. Right? It's like, yeah, this is the outer rim. How do we know it's the outer rim? We're repurposing out of date tech, yeah, into new starships. Um, and even more than that, we're going to see next episode something that I loved the design of because it is, hey, we've taken a ship from the Clone Wars and it looks like shit now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so happy when I saw that. All right. Any, um, anything yeah, else you want to say, Ed? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's get into the outro, guys.
welcome to the outro of the podcast next episode obviously we're gonna be covering cassian or cassian god andor <laughs> episode two and yeah. that one is titled that would be me so yeah, uh tune in uh in uh yeah next episode to hear about this one this one gets mm-hmm. a little bit more into the you know meat and potatoes between the characters so tune in that's an opinion <laughs> anyway uh noma would you like to let listeners know how they can get in contact with us absolutely and speaking of opinions we would love to hear yours honestly you know this got a little bit a uh, little bit more heated than I thought it would but we'd love to hear your own opinions on this did you love it did you hate it were you in between some of us sound like we're going crazy some of us sound like we have good points we'd love to know uh, so you can find us over at our website which is voiceoftheforce.com as well as our email which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at VoiceForcePod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. For us five stars and comment helps with visibility. Involve for free for release episodes and releases. You heard it at the top. Now it's here again, even faster and more confusing. Literally, just go to any podcast platform, type in The Voice of the Force, and you'll find us. <laughs> if you're like, what is a podcast? You know what? Go to our website, and we have yeah. all the links there. Maybe there's an app that you already have installed in your phone that you're like, oh, I didn't realize I had that. There you go. Or we can introduce you to SoundCloud. <laughs> or you can be like uh, the other listener that we had that mentioned that he's on, he listens on CastBox, which I didn't even know was the thing. Yeah. So, there, you there you go. CastBox. There's a shout-out. <laughs> and remember, you got to spend that time. Build up those characters before you kill them all! <laughs>